You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. It is 6.54 on December 10th. How are you doing? Uh, if you're waking up now and you're playing this nice and early, you're waking up to zero centimeters on the stormboard. That's right. That'll be a different story tomorrow, however. Yeah, just one centimeter in the past 24 hours, 48 even, just 19 in the past seven days, giving us a base depth of 123 around Pick Alley on Whistler, but a more conservative uh, 80 or so on Blackcomb. Um, 82 actually at Catskinner. Current temperatures are really cool. However, things are going to change during the day. The freezing level is predicted to, to go up to as high as 1200 meter, meters. And we've got a frontal system coming in that's going to be meeting like a northwesterly flow, which is going to bring us some heavy precipitation, some forecasts swinging on some really big estimates, which, uh, yeah which are predicting maybe even as much as, say, 30 centimetres overnight. So let's look at that, uh, if, uh, if and what that could mean. Well, temperatures are due to rise, like I said, up to 1,200 metres, which is a high freezing level. So uh, if we do get the 30 centimetres forecast in the Alpine, it's really unlikely that the Alpine won't be, will be opening. I, I don't think it'll be opening on Saturday at least, which means a concentration of people, lower mountain with heavier snow, because of that higher freezing level and we've got a mandatory download in place. So what with a lot more people upcoming from the city today, expected to be for the weekend, anticipate that it will be busy Saturday. <laughs> yeah, and those queues from last weekend for downloading, which took about 45 minutes an hour, they'll be back in force again, although I'll let you know yesterday. You can ski down all the way to the base of Blackcomb via Magic Chair and I'm sure with this system that that will be the case as well. So no official uh, ski out yet, but just an FYI, or, you know, base two could be a go-to as well. But yeah, if we get 30 something centimeters overnight and we have a valley uh, of snowfall alert as well, looking for 15 to 20 centimeters to start falling this afternoon, but particularly heavier overnight into tomorrow morning, that's not only going to affect your drive, but it is going to affect, yeah, the operations on the mountain because there will be a much higher uh, avalanche rating, uh, avalanche danger rating, in fact. So for the bulletin today, for instance, it's considered moderate in alpine and tree line, but it shoots up to high, of course, tomorrow. And through to Sunday, it'll still be considered high in alpine and considerable tree line in tree line and below tree line. Those are early forecasts. Make sure you check the bulletins after 4 p.m. the night before. Uh, yeah, so uh, super exciting to see snow coming uh, tonight, ma the majority of it coming tonight through to tomorrow morning, but then a steady amount of centimeters as well through to Monday when we'll get some return to kind of cooler temperatures. Well, Saturday, it'll drop cooler in the Alpine already, but in particular Monday, Tuesday, a return to the cooler temperatures we've already been having. So for instance, right now it is, uh, we're looking for a mainly cloudy day, that system really coming through. It's minus nine at Pig Alley minus 13 at Whistler Peak where the winds have been picking up to about 50 k's already but expected to be a lot bigger gustier ridgetop winds was this storm really comes in this afternoon so like I said really unlikely the Alpine is going to open tomorrow <clears throat> 
plan accordingly. So um, also I'll let you know what info you're going to need to know. Like the fact there are 30 runs groomed on Whistler and Blackcomb. Each of them have 30 groomed runs. In fact, quite a lot of grooming out on Crystal could look likely for Crystal opening today. It didn't open yesterday. A few culprits on Glacier as well, but just uh, the saddle off the peak still and uh, yeah, the flute road there too. But um, yeah, 30 runs on Blackcomb, 30 on Whistler. Mm. And so, like I said, for valley weather, looking for 15 to 20 centimeters uh, to fall today, uh, over from, sorry, this afternoon through to tonight. And we're going to have a high of probably mm, looking at minus one. I mean, it's currently minus 3.6 in the valley uh, at the Nestor's weather plot, in fact. So looking for a high of about minus one, maybe zero degrees, and very much staying around the same temperature as that freezing level goes up over overnight so uh expected to be windy as well at times uh, yeah with some gusts potentially in the valley of up to sort of 40 k's as well uh yeah the wind chill this morning it'll feel a little cooler as well uh, sunrise is officially at 8 a.m today along with sunset coming at 10 past four yeah crikey you know what that um snowfall warning does mean it does mean there is a highway alert in effect for the sea to sky and after an accident yesterday uh luckily was non-fatal so uh, it did cause highway closures so with the weather coming in tonight and of course an increased amount of traffic from people coming from the lower mainland it's crucial to always expect the unexpected have extra snacks in your car warm blankets extra water that kind of thing in the case of an emergency and always have at least half of half a tank of gas uh, in your car you know especially given the current 30 liter restriction as well so really glad to see it was non-fatal yesterday uh other road news as well if people are looking to head to the interior for christmas for non-essential travel there are some of course restrictions in place like road travel is restricted between hope and princeton on highway three um it, i mentioned the the highway one is open between abbotsford and chilliwack now uh, sorry hope but there is still uh, a travel ban, as it were, a travel advisory for the Duffy Lake Road. It's open for essential travel only. And uh, starting today as well, forecasting what with this heavy snowfall, there will be limited visibility and very much winter conditions as well on uh, on that, that elevation. So be careful on your drive on the Duffy if you're making it and uh, adjust accordingly. Like I said, plan to have some extra stacks, uh, snacks and take uh, give yourself ample time to get to where you're going on the sea sky tonight through to tomorrow morning mm. uh let's give you some events shall we time's already rocking here the library has an intro to ukulele again <laughs> that is tonight at the library they have a multicultural christmas party happening this sunday along with their journaling workshop you also have their holiday singapalooza with the barbed choir uh that is happening at uh, mari young art center i mentioned that yesterday between seven and nine in fact whistler has its roaming carol uh, roving christmas carolers as well between six and eight and three to five today through to tomorrow as well and a few other events like the drum making workshop that is happening at the squamish lillowat cultural center this week uh sorry i should say tomorrow specifically between 10 and 12 p.m you can actually learn to make your own 10 inch drum in that workshop yeah and more details about that on the slcc's website in fact the slcc have their spell as winter feast kicking off next week that is a 
a beautiful uh, three-course meal. More information about that next week in an episode. But let me tell you about uh, what else was kicking off this weekend because, what day are we today? December 10th. (laughs) You've also got... um, what else happening? Oh, games night. That happens on Monday, though, December 13th. But you've got Brother Twang live at the Firework Lounge tomorrow at 9 p.m. You've also got the Hair Farmers back on the Apre circuit, along with, say, Ruckus Deluxe performing at the Dublin Gate uh, today and tomorrow, 3.15. Not to be missed. So many opportunities for live music. I know uh, for DJs, too, the DJ Witness will probably be at highs. Is it tomorrow? Uh, Whitney or or Sunday but yeah lots of opportunity to see local musicians uh, this weekend in particular Uh, uh, I think Monty Biggins is playing I know he is at the racket club as well for brunch so great opportunity there Um, I, I maybe went to tap please during the week uh, well, your driver's license might be one of, oh, how many? 16 driver's licenses <laughs> uh, that have been held at Tapley's in the past couple of weeks. Have you lost your ID? Chances are it could be there at the minute. <laughs> what a haul. Um, yeah. Other events wise, remember, let me know. You can always get in touch at thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. A few more to round out the rafters, as it were. Well, maybe you were at the Holiday Food and Toy Drive for the Whistler RCMP and Whistler Fire that was on December 8th. If you weren't, there's still lots of opportunities to donate. I mentioned that the House Sound Women's Center are looking for, for items for their hamper, their holiday hamper program, along with the fact that Whistler Community Services are doing the same too there. If you want to help out a local family and donate to their hampers as well, uh, yeah, it's absolutely a great opportunity at this time of year to clear out the closet or, you know, like just be just be charitable and generous. So uh, there's another opportunity to do that. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, Coast Manor Brewing have a new stout out. Oh, it's absolutely stout season. And this one's called the Heart of Darkness. Yeah, absolutely. A very traditional uh, kind of brew. Lots of different malts. Eight, in fact. You got some beach smoked in there, barley, chocolate too. Really rich stout with a lot of kind of vanilla and caramel and smoke too. So can't wait to wrap my lips around one of those, Kevin and team. Well done. Uh, looking forward to that. And remember, you can... Uh, you can get involved. We're going to have some awesome prizing from Coast Mountain Beer over the course of the winter. But uh, for in particular, our December uh, initiative, Be Vocal About a Local. If you can think of anybody who's been a good Samaritan, been a good outstanding member of the community send in a nomination they could win some coast mountain brewing uh beer along with some awesome swag from stinkies on the stroll so get your nominations in on the email and speaking of stinkies on the stroll i'm sure you'll be heading on sunday for apre after what will be an awesome day on the hill and uh yeah to watch some football but he's brought you some wonderful uh throwback facts today a couple from two different martin luther's Oh, yeah. On this day in 1520, the original Martin Luther publicly burned the papal edict demanding he recant. Mm -hmm. But years later, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. actually was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, he was presented it on this day in 1964 in Oslo in Norway. Mm. 
a few Nobel Peace Prizes actually uh, to of noteworthy from this day. But how about the fact it was the first Nobel Peace Prize uh, to to be awarded on this day in 1901? That was to Red Cross founder Jean Henri Dunant and peace activist Frédéric Passy. Mm-hmm. And Bob Dylan was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature at a ceremony in Stockholm on this day in 2016, but he didn't attend. Yeah. Lots of other, how about the fact that, uh, of other facts here for you, some really cool ones. In 1799, the metric system was first adopted in France on this day. <laughs> True fact. Mark Twain was published in the UK and Canada on this day. Well, he published, sorry, Mark Twain published Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, but it wasn't actually published in the US until February 1885 due to a printing error. Yeah. True fact. Uh, in 1975, ABBA released Fernando on this day, which became one of ABBA's best-selling singles of all time. It actually sold 6 million copies. Yeah. in 1976 alone. Isn't that wild? Meg White from The White Stripes. It's her birthday. Otis Redding was killed in that fatal plane crash on this day in 1967. The only person to survive that, uh, that plane crash into the lake of... Uh, Manoma was actually trumpet player uh, Ben Corley. Mm. Yeah. You remember the track that I mentioned the other day or that I popped in the playlist that I'm really digging right now, Can't Help Thinking About Me by David Bowie? Well, he recorded it on this day in 1965 at the age of 18. Yeah. True fact. It was the first record he released in the US, actually. Yeah. And as well as the first time he just released, uh, just appeared as Bowie uh, under his songwriter credits. Cool, hey? Yeah. Another one for you here too. From 1949, Fats Domino recorded his first tracks. And one of those songs was called The Fat Man, which is late. Why why he has his nickname? Yeah, Fats Domino. Born on this day uh, in, oh, sorry, not born. (laughs) Recorded his first tracks uh, on this day in 1949 told you some hell of a facts today a uh, bit of conversation starter for you there and i got a little another another christmas joke what do you call a bunch of chess masters bragging about their games in a hotel lobby chestnuts boasting in an open foyer <laughs> oh come on it's pretty good right yeah, don't tell me you're not going to use that one today. Um, <laughs> for uh, a track that I popped in the playlist today, I'm really digging. It's from an Australian electronic duo called Slumberjack. Uh, really kind of dark electronic, uh, yeah, like really heavy bass production on a lot of their tracks. They're actually bringing out their first LP, Dichotomy, in January, January 21st, I believe. But a track that they're doing with a Sydney vocalist called Lucy Lucy, which is super emotive. Uh, is called Better Off. So they've got way more kind of, I don't know, implementing a lot more poppy electro on their latest number called Better Off. Uh, I hope you dig it. It'd be great to ski to. Like I said, for the weekend, lots of snow coming tonight through tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, and that will affect uh, the operations in terms of, well, the ski out, uh, you know, volume of people concentrated in a smaller amount of terrain tomorrow if there's a lack of alpine lifts that open. And hopefully they open Sunday for us, right? Yeah. So uh, that's just my guesstimate, right? Who am I to? It's just a guesstimate, right? But anyway, uh, happy Friday. I I hope I covered most things there. Always sorry if I missed something, which 
apparently I did yesterday. Uh, wonderful, just absolutely solid human. If you know her, then uh, you know you're lucky to know Sally Bennett. But she pointed out yesterday, because she's a regular listener to The Whistle Pulse, that it was actually The Whistle Pulse's anniversary yesterday. <laughs> yeah, one year of The Whistle Pulse. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I can't, I, yeah, I really appreciate it. And I always want feedback. If there's something you want to hear more of, maybe less of on The Whistle Pulse, get your constructive criticism, uh, well, constructive feedback to me at the whistlepulse at gmail.com as well as your nominations for rad humans. I know it's always easier to remember some bad things, but there's got to be some people in this community. I know there are. You just need to send in your nomination for someone who's just been rad recently and we're going to have new prizing every month. This month they can get it, they're going to get hooked up with some awesome swag from Stinkies on the Stroll and some delicious beer from Coastman and Brain. Do it. Email. There we go. <laughs> Have a fantastic weekend and I'll chat to you Monday morning. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.